Welcome back to Friar Talk, everyone. I hope you are having a fantastic day. Um, today, going to be talking about some potential guys that the Padres could trade for. Uh, last week, we talked about if they could, if they're sellers, you know, who are the main guys that they could trade away. Um, coming off of a sweep, uh, we're recording this Thursday night, so in between the uh, the Angels and the Mets series. Hopefully, over this next seven games, it's some positive stuff for the Padres side. Um, another thing to mention with just kind of the trade deadline looming is that the Padres, Seidler, and Preller basically came out and said that they're not looking to sell. Now, I could see a world where they sell a little bit, buy a little bit, do something like that. But based off what they've said, it seems most likely that they're not going to be heavy buyers. I mean, they don't really have the farm capital to do that anyways. But it seems like they're going to make minor moves to try to improve the team slightly. Um, so we're going to go over just some guys that we like. A couple guys have been rumored to the Padres, but it's not nothing really real, nothing really of real substance yet. Um, we're probably going to see those kind of coming up shortly. And whenever a guy kind of gets rumored and stuff over the next like month or so, we'll make sure to discuss them specifically. But today we're going to talk about some just kind of the, the overall options and the overall things that we want to see them do. Um, now, position-wise, what we've discussed at least is that we want to see them trade for a starter or a starter that can also be a reliever, something like that. Maybe just a guy that's also a reliever. Um, in terms of just straight up relievers, we're not going to go over a lot of names yet, just because we don't really know who's going to be the sell- who are going to be the sellers yet in the, in the terms of the trade deadline. Um, but also, like relievers are very random on who gets traded, and maybe like you know one of Jose Castillo or Adrian Morahone become a big piece of the bullpen, and then they they don't have to do that. And Stephen Wilson comes back, so so that's we're not going to really talk that much about actual bullpen arms, but we are going to discuss starters that they could potentially trade for um, kind of be a, a fifth slash six starter for this team. So, you know, Ryan Weathers or a Matt Waldron doesn't end up starting down the stretch where it's like must win baseball. And you're throwing a guy that almost feels like an L every fifth day. Um, no offense to, go, to those guys, but just like where the Potters are at, they need to be throwing guys that have experience in the bigs. Um, so we're going to be going over some starting pitchers. And then of course the other position that the Padres, I feel like this is a have to add is DH. And talked about this in, in the last episode, but they already DFA'd Nelson Cruz. They still have Matt Carpenter. You have Rubio Dor that DHs sometimes. Obviously, you know, Manny and Tatis and Soto, every once in a while they, they have a DH spot. But you need a guy that can be a bench bat um, as well as Rubio Dor and kind of take a lot of Matt Carpenter's reps because it's not cutting it. The Padres DH position is one of the worst in the league. So we'll go over a few of those and then we'll kind of toss in some other names as well. But Isaac, in terms of starting pitchers, the guys that we mentioned were on the Cardinals, Jordan Montgomery, Jack Flaherty, um, as well as Michael Lorenzen on, I think he's he's on the Tigers now, I think. Yeah, he's on the Tigers now. He's been in the, in the bigs for a little while. Um, those are kind of the main names we brought up. We brought up some other guys that can kind of just be like more of you don't really want to start him, but you could go after him. Rich Hill, Paul Blackburn. Uh, Lance Lynn, who, if you look at his numbers, you're going to be like, why the hell would we trade for this guy? But he's actually been a lot better over the, the more recent part of the season. But Isaac, in terms of starting pitchers, what do you like? What do you kind of want the Potters to go after? And do you think it's right to not bring up a Giolito or a, kind of a big name like that, a Shane Bieber, something like that? Do you think it's right to kind of go over these like more middle-tiered guys? And what do you think about that position? Yeah, sorry if it's a little loud outside. Um, but when it comes to our starting pitching, our starting rotation, I mean, you're definitely looking at guys like um, 
<clears throat> Michael Lorenzen, Rich Hill, um, um, Jordan Montgomery. Jo I think Jordan Montgomery would be a great ad. He's a lefty. Um, only good lefty we have right now is Blake Snell. Um, so I think he'd be a great ad. He only has about – it'd be a rental. It'd be a rental. So he's on a really bad team right now. I think he'd be a great ad. Uh, he has around a 3-4 ERA, 3-3 or – I think it's a 3-3-8 or 3-2-8. Um, so he's doing really well right now for the Cardinals. And I think he'd be a great addition for this rotation. Um, and I don't think he's going to get a lot of hype. So I don't think he'd be that expensive. Um, Michael Lorenzen, uh, he's in the fours when it comes to ERA. But, I mean, the reason we're bringing up starters is because, like, Darvish has went down recently with an illness and we had to throw Matt Waldron or Reese Kinnear. Same thing with uh, Michael Walker, you know, we need guys that are going to go in there and, and actually provide us a chance to win because lately when it comes to guys getting injured, we've been throwing guys in there that don't give us a chance to win. So we can't afford to do that anymore. It's crunch time for the Padres. Nina, what we're thinking they need to win 48 of their next 75 games. And, you know, every, every game is going to matter. Every game is going to count. So being able to have a quality starter up there is going to be important for the Padres because this lineup, it can heat up. It's going to start heating up anytime soon. It already kind of has started to heat up somewhat. And we can't afford to have, you know, guys giving up leads um, in crucial games like Reese Kinnear. So that is why we bring up starting pitchers. Uh, Michael Lorenzen would be insanely cheap. I don't know how cheap Jordan Montgomery would be, but he'd be a great add. Uh, Jack Flaherty, I only way I can see the Cardinals trading him is, you know, because he has been pretty injured. Um, but I do think they like him. But, hey, I mean, that's a guy that you could take a flyer on if, if he does become available. Lance Lynn, I think that's a that's a good piece for another team. I think he's a little more of a, you know, the reason I like the other guys is because, like, you can realistically throw him in the bullpen in a playoff game, whatever it is, and, and they'd be still very, very, very valuable. Um, but – uh, those are the options I like for starting pitching. And we, again, you know, we bring them up because we need more depth. That's the, that's been the killer for the Padres on both sides of the ball, both sides of, of offense and defense um, is we don't have any depth right now. We're struggling with uh, pitching depth, even out of the bullpen. Uh, but some bullpen guy, there is a bullpen guy, Paul Blackburn from the A's. He has a four or five ERA, but K per nine isn't that bad. It's a 10. And I think he'd be a great addition for the bullpen. I think if you can get him, Working with Niebla, he can be a very valuable piece. He's probably going to be the most valuable piece the A's have to trade. So that's a good guy for the bullpen. Um, but overall, the starting pitching has been great, even with the injuries that they've, they've sustained. Um, the bullpen, though, has been faltering lately. So maybe a bullpen arm, but definitely need to go into, into the starting pitching market or the, you know, the halfway point where the, he's a starter, but he can also be a reliever and start saying, hey, you know, we can't afford to give up any more games. Let's go get a guy that we're confident in when it comes to, um, let's say Lugo. He passes some sort of innings limit. Lugo hasn't started this many this many games. He hasn't pitched as many innings in a really long time. As great as he's doing, maybe you need to throw him in the bullpen. Have Montgomery be, play, um, fill in for him. Whatever it is, you need to be prepared. So uh, yeah, starting pitching is going to be going to be a very. It should be a priority. Uh, other than DH, should be a priority for the Padres. Yeah, and I like those names too. And I feel like th the best one you could add would be Jordan Montgomery. Um, this season, he's been really good. Uh, I think, I think the Cardinals. It's going to be interesting because like they have so both of these guys have this is their last year of control. Um, I believe Lorenzen is in the same boat. I can check here in a second. And then you know I bring up like Lance Lynn, 
Rich Hill. I mean, Rich Hill is kind of like the one where it's like, all right, bro, we can just go at Rich Hill. And, you know, if we really need a guy, he's going to come out there. He's going to give you five to six innings and three runs allowed. Like, that's the thing. Like, if the putters are buying, they don't need to be going after something crazy because, frankly, they're not in the spot. If they were in the standings right now where the Marlins are, all right, that's fine. That like Then that's when you go and you make this big swing. Like last season, we saw that. And it didn't even necessarily translate into wins in the regular season for the Padres last year. But come playoff time, we saw a lot of big, big-time clutch hits from Juan Soto. You know, we saw, even though he wasn't that great in a Padre uniform, Josh Bell had a couple monster home runs in the playoffs. So, like, you ended up seeing that um, in the postseason for this team. And, I mean, Josh Hader was also huge down the stretch, how big of a deal the bullpen was. So, like, just making minor moves can help, but I don't think they should be going after someone crazy. I'll even say I think Jordan Montgomery might be the biggest. Well, there's a couple other guys that we'll bring up that I think they're kind of big names. Um, but I think Jordan Montgomery would be, like, the biggest name, right? Um, right now he's, he's having a good year. I mean, he's been also a good player for quite some time. Uh, right now he's sitting at a three, two, eight ERA is a one, two whip and he's very consistent season to season. I mean, he's been under a four ERA 2021, um, when he's on the Yankees. And then last season when he was, you know, in between, like he had a both on both teams, he was good three, six, nine on the Yankees last year, three eleven on the Cardinals. Um, and so he's he's a good pitcher. Um, I like the idea of bringing him in. I think that he makes probably the most inside of those guys. Uh, we brought up that you could kind of have Michael Lorenzen come in and, and Chase isn't with, with us right now, but he brought up for Lorenzen. He said, yeah, like if you want him to go into the bullpen, he's probably going to throw triple digits. And right now that'd be big for the Padres because they don't really have many power arms. So that's another guy that would be a, a pretty like clutch addition in terms of having a guy that can kind of have like a, you know, he can be a starter if you really need him to. Or it can move to the bullpen because, like, I feel like Nick Martinez was in that mold to start the year, right? Seth Lugo was in that mold to start the year. Since the season has gone on, we've seen okay, Seth Lugo is a starter and Nick Martinez is a bullpen arm, and, and they have moved them to that, and that's how they've adjusted accordingly. Um, but Michael Lorenzen could kind of see in that be in that boat where it's like you bring him over, whatever you need, you kind of rock with, um, which I, I like that flexibility a little bit. Uh, I, I think that some of these guys like. Like you said, like Lance Lynn is probably not the best move for us just because, like, I mean, like, if you look at his recent trends, they are good, but, like, his overall numbers aren't that great. It's kind of weird to do, like, a buy low in the middle of the year for the Padres where they're at right now. However, we were talking about this before. Buy low for the Padres in the middle of the year, but don't do it later on in the year. Um, But, yeah, those are kind of the main names there. Uh, Joe Kelly for a bullpen arm also could make a little bit of sense, but he's strictly a bullpen arm. Also, I feel like, I don't know, I just like Joe Kelly too. Um, But in terms of the bats – uh, so I wrote down three names for bats. Maybe there's other names out there. That's also going to depend a lot on who's available, but Carlos Santana as a guy that I don't think we're going to get excited about him kind of like a, okay, you could have him come over. He could DH catch be first base, you know, something not that serious. Um, so Carlos Santana would be one. Now these next two names, one of them I'm excited about one of them. Okay. You guys, a long shot, Cody Bellinger. We got. If we're going to talk about trades, we're going to talk about Cody Bellinger because we like Cody Bellinger. We like talking about Cody. The other guy, and I don't know if this is Dodger loving too much, saying him back to back. The other guy is Justin Turner. And and this is going to depend a lot. Are the Red Sox going to sell? Because the Red Sox are having a good season. However, their ownership doesn't really seem to care about winning. And if you talk to Red Sox fans and you see kind of how they feel, like they get pretty frustrated. 
and they are in the most stacked division in baseball. One of those stacked divisions we have seen quite some time in baseball where they might finish with a great record, but not even make the playoffs, not even make a wild card. So they could end up selling. It's going to, for them especially, it's going to depend a lot next couple weeks. But if you could go and get Justin Turner, I think this is so interesting because one of the big things we always talk about with this Padres, when you go and you trade for a pitcher, you can kind of go buy low. You know, Nabel is going to fix them. Um, the pitching development in San Diego has been pretty good for the most part, batting exact opposite. feels like they're almost polar opposites at times, right? How much experience does Justin Turner have in Petco Park? Does he have some of the, he might have some of the most experience in Petco Park out of like anyone in the league, maybe like him and like Charlie Blackman, right? Like guys that are in the division playing all the time. I mean, any Pottery fan knows that Justin Turner has absolutely wrecked us over the years. So I like the idea of adding him. It's a little bit pricey. If you're looking for a DH upgrade, that might be the best guy you could find. Um, and then another name we also kind of brought up, but this doesn't, it's unlikely to happen, would be CJ Crone. That's just because the Rockies, they don't seem to like the Padres. If you based on some of their, their previous comments from their owners and stuff, interdivision trade doesn't really make that much sense. Um, but yeah, those guys, um, and namely Justin Turner, how are you feeling about them, Isaac? Yeah. Uh- I just want to go back to the pitchers because I forgot to answer a very important question that you asked, and it came in regards to uh, Giolito and, and other big-name pitchers. Um, it just doesn't make much sense for us to go for them because we already have guys that can start playoff. You Darvish is still able to start a pretty good playoff game. Blake Snell, but Joe Musgrove, Michael Walk has had a fantastic season. I mean, these are guys that are pretty good pitchers, and I don't feel like we really need a, a big-time pitcher. We don't need a Lucas Giolito. We don't need – you know, potentially Shane Bieber might hit the market. Um, Max Scherzer, depending on how the Mets go, he might hit the market. Like there's guys, there's studs that could hit the market, which is better for us. You know, if these guys do end up, Shohei Otani might hit the market. If these guys do end up hitting the market, it's better for us to go buy low on that Jordan Montgomery type thing. Um, it helps, it would help us out immensely. So when it comes to those bigger guys, just doesn't make sense from a Padre standpoint because we already got guys that are having really good seasons. And I think we can go to the playoffs confident. I mean, these are the same guys that took us to the NLCS last year, the first three, you Darvish, Joe Musgrove, and Blake Snell, took us to the NLCS. We were just missing one more pitcher. That's where a Montgomery or a Waka come in. And, uh, you know, coming back to the hitters, yeah, man. I mean, Justin Turner makes so much sense. He does make a pretty penny. He, I think he's set to make $13 million next year, six something, six or something this year. Um, but if we're going just based off moves this year, because his contract is like that, you could look at the Padres and say, hey, I mean, because his contract's like that, you're not going to have to give up much. You probably will maybe a mid-level prospect. And I get it. You know, the Red Sox are only three games back, but that division's stacked. The Rays aren't going to fall off anytime soon. The Yankees aren't going to fall off. I mean, they're not playing their best baseball, but they, they're going to get judged back if not already. Um, I've been keeping up with the Yankees. That's why I say if not already. But they will get judged back, and they'll be fine. Um this, the Orioles are playing great baseball. The Blue Jays are playing good baseball. Like That's a stacked division. They're last in the division. They're only three games back, but realistically, how much better does it get for them? Because um, I don't see those teams falling off. So I don't know how much better it gets for them. And Justin Turner, you know, maybe doesn't fit their mold for this season because, I mean, he's getting older. Why do you want to keep him? I think he'd be a great add for this Padres team in terms of he's a depth infielder. He doesn't look good doing it, but I mean, he could play third if needed. I don't know if he played as if he's played first at all this season, but shoot, if needed, I would hope he could play a little bit of first. I don't know. Um, 
But overall, I think he'd be, he has 815 OPS right now. He's in the 280s, 290s when it comes to batting average. And I think he'd slot in perfectly when it comes to having a DH bat sixth. That was our vision when we got Cruz and Carpenters. Hey, they're going to bat sixth and hopefully hit 30 combined home runs, something like that. Didn't get that at all. Haven't gotten even close to that. And that's where Justin Turner comes in, a guy that hits for high average, has good OPS, and can bring guys bring guys in. Um, but when it comes to Cody Bellinger, you're looking at a center fielder that plays amazing defense, has above an eight. He has like an 840 OPS right now, 11 home or eight home runs because he's missed a bunch of games. Not a bunch, but he's missing games, and uh, he's having a really good season. Um, some metrics will tell you like beware of Cody Bellinger; he's going to fall off. But I don't really care. He's fun. He's cool. He's, I think he'd fit great in this lineup. Um, I'm all in. I'm all in on that on that move. I think he'd be pretty cheap also, considering he will still have a decent amount left on his contract, which is only a one-year contract. <coughs> Sorry. It's only a one-year contract, but um, I would hope that the Padres can look at that and say, I mean, it doesn't really matter if we have two center fielders. We're just looking to fix our lineup. you got to do anything at this point to fix your lineup. Um Maybe it means trading Grisham. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it would mean. It wouldn't make sense to trade Grisham for a rental. But, I mean, I don't know what's going on in the mind of A.J. Preller. <laughs> Who's the other guy you brought up? Uh, Carlos Santana. Carlos uh, Santana. Yeah, interesting one. But it yeah. makes sense. Like, on it, paper, yeah. it, it is an upgrade. It doesn't, it doesn't get me excited. It Not at all. Not even – not going to lie, man. Not even a little. But um, – <laughs> He's not horrible. I mean, that's the thing, you know, is you got black holes in your lineup right now. And you're, you're, you could either consider it fortunate that you don't have to get such a big upgrade in order for a lineup to improve, or you could consider yourself unfortunate that your players in your lineup suck so bad that, you know, you don't need that big of an upgrade. Um, but, you know, we're looking for hopefully Luis Camposano to come back and be a, be a valuable piece. Um, really all we're looking for, man, we just need a really good DH, a, a solid DH whether that's Justin Turner. And there's going to be more guys that we talk about. Um, right now, we're just trying to fit it into a small window. But, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully, I think Justin Turner will be a great piece. And I know he's expensive. I know he's a little expensive money-wise. But this year, he's not. He's not that expensive this year. So I could see the Padres saying, well, this is a guy that's super cheap. And I think he'd be a great piece. I don't know if he wants to play for the Padres. He might hate us. But um if he doesn't hey this would be a great spot and i just think it'd be funny to come full circle of like like justin turner just every time the pot i i want to say he has like the highest batting average at petco park or or some weird stat like that where it's like yeah he's like the best player against the padres over like the past like 10 years or something but it would be kind of funny to see it full circle where like he ends up coming over here and, and balling out for us um but i i mean I think that in terms of like looking at a guy that could just come in and be a DH, I think that's a great player to bring up. Uh, right now he has 13 home runs. I want to say that Carpenter and Cruz have combined for eight home runs so far. Justin Turner is a contact hitter. And you're going to get more power out of him than you would Carpenter and Cruz. And he is one of the only players that I feel somewhat confident that he's not going to fall off the face of the earth when he comes here. And, and that's the biggest reason why I like him. Um, Bellinger, we've talked about Bellinger so many times in this channel, so I'm not going to get into him today. But I do think that it would be kind of a – I feel like that's a little bit luxury. I don't think they're going to trade Grisham. Grisham's cheap. He's been whatever this year, um, but he's a plus defensive player, even though for some reason his metrics say that he hasn't been this year, which 
I don't know, guys, we've watched Grisham all year. Does he look any different at all? I would say no. He looks like he's the same guy. Um, but I like that. I think Carlos Santana is – I think Carlos Santana would be a bad – like not a bad move, but it would be like a such a, like an underwhelming – like you're just not going to get excited because it's like, didn't we just do that's this like, with Carpenter and Cruz, right? That's like, like Jake Marisnik. That feels like Jake Marisnik. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so – but it is an upgrade on paper. He can catch, he can play first, and he can DH. Those are the three spots that have been your worst spots in your lineup up to this point in the year. And he's proven he right now is sitting at a 730 OPS. He has over a 400 slugging, which is kind of crazy for anyone on the Padres, to be honest with you. Um, but like he's not exciting. He's not good. His past seasons, I mean, he hasn't had over a 700 OPS since 2019. So this, and he was great in 2019, but you know, that was four years ago. So I don't really think that it'd be a great move, but if they were just like, can we just throw someone in the mix? Like I would rather them give, give Campy Odor. I, I mean, I'd probably rather them give Campy Odor and like, I don't know, Gary Sanchez more at bats, I guess. Like, honestly, like, or roughly the same, but it's like kind of a guy you could just throw in there, but I don't really love it. I, I, I still think Justin Turner's best DH option, but this is kind of our initial tier guys. As it gets closer to the deadline, you know, guys are going to get rumored to the Padres. People are going to get brought up. Teams are going to kind of almost like the owners and GMs will come out and be like, we are selling. Cause like that always happened. You're like, Oh, this team's like a surprise seller. They're a surprise team. That's not going to sell. So whenever that stuff happens, we'll, we'll discuss that. But uh, I think that's going to do it for this one uh, tomorrow. Oh, one more thing. One Real more thing. quick, uh, you know, because I brought up Justin Turner potentially playing first, and we've been talking a lot about a DH first base um, <laughs> type player that would fit perfect for the Padres. So he's played 54 as DH and 25 at first base. Pretty solid. Yeah, and that seems that seems just about right. So, yeah, I think it's going to do it for this one. But uh, Sunday, Sunday night, 5 o'clock, we'll do a stream, uh, go over this Mets series, and Kind of do a little bit, maybe a little bit of recap of this. Not first half, because the first it's already been past the first half, but you know, of the pre-all-star part of the season, which basically is the first half in baseball. Um, but yeah, all right, guys. So let us know anyone that you're thinking. And and also, yeah, give us names too, because give us names that you want us to discuss in the future too, because we're gonna be doing a bunch of trade stuff. That's like it's like probably the most fun part of the season, I feel like. And and hopefully we get to to see a little win streak right here against the Mets and the Phillies because that makes it all the more likely that they're going to be kind of pushing to, to win the season and make the playoffs, which is, I mean, that's I, that's what I want to watch. I don't want to watch a team that's dead in the water in August and September. That sucks. So I, I do. My fan part of me wants them to sell, even if that would kind of hurt them in the future. I don't really care. I want to see them win. So, um, yeah, that's going to do it. But uh, we'll talk to you all soon and, and have a great night.